This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Kelly Jo Levy, and uh, she's an actress and uh, a singer and a songwriter and just an arts maven just in general. Uh, and it's great to have her on the show. Kelly, welcome to Chai FM. Thanks, Benji. How are you? I'm doing very, very well this morning. Uh, I see you've got your video on, which is great. Uh, but it, but this is radio, so um, if people if people don't if people are not seeing my face, they certainly uh, you know no. So you can t- maybe turn that off, uh, and it will uh, it'd be much better from a perspective of also the internet being in Africa. But nice to see you, um, Gary. I have so much to ask you about uh, the art scene and what's going on in South Africa at the moment. But uh, I think uh, for for maybe some members of the community, the, the first time they uh, might have seen some of your work. You were on the, the Jewish Report a, a few weeks ago on uh, on the one that they did about artists, and you were doing something which is perhaps a little bit unusual. You were um, you you were singing in Yiddish, which uh, is perhaps not the most widely sung language just right at the moment. Uh, and so I thought I'd start off by asking, uh, how did you get into that? So my journey with Yiddish began in 2009. I was invited to sing at the Yiddish Song Festival. And my drama teacher from school invited me. And at the time, I was kind of, you know, just struggling with my identity. I was, you know, doing musical theater and um, then just took this year off where I went to India and Israel and America. And I just came back and I just... I just wanted some kind of connection, you know, and um, suddenly I, I was in rehearsals and I heard these songs for the first time and they're haunting melodies and just beautiful lyrics. Obviously, I went home and I, you know, researched and for the last 10 years, I haven't stopped. <laughs> and it was just so incredible to be like, whoa, this is the the music of my ancestors, you know, and in the concert, there were very few people my contemporary. In fact, there were none. (laughs) So um, I guess, Benji, I guess it's just a calling that I just couldn't ignore. And um, I've immersed myself in in the music as well as the language. Um, Are you there? Yeah, yeah. We're listening. We're listening intently. And um yeah, so I've um so I've just immersed myself in the music, the language, as well as the history. Um I was just fascinated, you know, I think going to a Jewish day school in South Africa, you know, a lot of them were founded in nineteen forty eight, so it was quite important to uh, you know, the Zionistic pillar and Hebrew was, you know, what we learned. Um but Yiddish just I didn't know about it and um so it's just been an incredible journey. I was very privileged. I started a band. Uh, the, the Jewish board, my first concert was actually at the Fuhrkammerfies in I'm Darling, where I performed um, with my friend Robin Cohen, who plays the piano like oh, just beautifully. And he's Yiddishkeit, is also so connected with the keys, you know, and um, you can feel it. And um, so our first performance was for loads of non-Jews in Darling, <laughs> um, in someone's living room. And um, then the Jewish Board of Deputies uh, commissioned me for 175 wow. years of Jews being in South Africa. And we did a show at the, at the old shul, at the uh, museum, the Jewish Museum. 
And that was incredible. I got a band together, which I called Yid Dish, a dish of Yids. <laughs> and, like, you know, they all happened to be Jewish. And, um, yeah, and then in 2017, I applied for a scholarship to go study Yiddish in New York at the Yibo Institute. And I was very lucky to be granted that. And I'm just really... Just loving, loving learning and immersing myself in this beautiful heritage of ours and, um, and everything that goes with it, even the literature. Um, it's just incredible. And it was also incredible in New York to see the revival of Yiddish, um, amongst a lot of young people. Um, and not just Jewish. They, you know, we had a guy from Poland, you know, a young guy who's just so, cutful with the situation there and just wanted to found these old papers written by the Jews in Poland and just wanted to know about these people who, you know, had this incredible attitude and way of life and, you know, so. Um, yeah, talking today to Katie Jo Levy and uh, she is an actress and a singer and we're talking about her engagement with the, the, the language of Yiddish, uh, particularly in its uh, song form. And Kelly, I was actually really struck when you started talking about the fact that the first thing that you did in terms of Yiddish was a Yiddish song festival. Uh, what does that look like? Uh, you know, is it, uh, <laughs> is it, is, is it just I'm, like a bunch of people who kind of come on stage and still dressed like they're in a heavier kind of vibe or is it like a bit more contemporary than that? Um, well, uh, <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that, <laughs> but, um, no, we, there was, Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but, <laughs> but basically, um, you know, it's, it was, uh, F- Philip Todras, um, organized this, um, wonderful show. He did it for years and years where, you know, you had the talents like the famous Khazan Ivor Joffe and Aviva Pelham, South Africa's diva, you know, and, just wonderful. They even um, flew down Ben Sakahan from Poland one year, and all the proceeds went towards the Cape seniors, um, the Jewish seniors. And it was just the most incredible Yiddish variety show. And um, unfortunately, 2010 was the last one. We actually came to Joburg to perform. And so I only, you know, did two of them, unfortunately. And, um, and yes, everyone dressed, um, contemporary. However, you know, the women were told to cover up. <laughs> but then my drama teacher came up to me privately and said, but you will wear a little red dress so that my son will come to the show. <laughs> So, but yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, and that's what's so great is that when I do my shows, you know, I, I can do them in jeans. I can do them, you know, I take my shoes off halfway through so I can dance around. It's, um, you know, there's, it's, it's so, it's been so wonderful merging the old world into the new world. So to speak, you know, um, in fact, the other day, a friend of mine, Elvis Sebeko, who is um, just an incredible talent, he's a choreographer, he's a beautiful dancer, and now he's producing music. And he got a bunch of um, singers and musicians together to do a song called I Can't Breathe. 
and obviously it's, you know, to do with the George Floyd and just generally, you know, what makes us suffocate as artists, as people, you know, with the racism and persecution that's happening in the world. Um, and he approached me and said, I'd love for you to come on board and do a verse in Yiddish because, you know, he, w- he was so interested in my story and in the language and he knows the pain and the suffering that goes with it, you know, and, um, so we kind of, you know, I think for the first time ever in history, Koza and Zulu came together, Koza and Zulu, Koza and Yiddish came together. And, it's, it's, um. It's a fascinating thing because, you know, Yiddish is, is kind of versatile in that way, partly because of, as you say, the, the history of the European, uh, you know, oppressive experience that you find in a lot of the lyrics, but also then how it got into America and, and and the many the history of Yiddish singers alongside African Americans, uh, there, there actually is a, 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 a long history of of cross pollinization between those two cultural influences. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know even the you know so the the show the the, um, the performance that you saw uh, was with two of my very dear friends, uh, Lee Thompson on uh, trumpet and Jason Riolan on keys. And um, they are both jazz performers, uh, just incredible, incredible talents. And we we do a lot of jazz gigs together. I've sung with them a few times and jammed a few times. And, you know, they, by mere bits to shame, was one of those songs which was written post-war, you know, it, 1950s, if I'm not mistaken, in, in, in America. And, um, I think it's, it's got its, you know, real groove when a, an African American band played in a hotel, heard the song and played it and took it to a whole nother level. And Jason and Lee heard the song, you know, they, it was, they didn't, we didn't rehearse the other night. We just kind of jammed. And I think that that's the connection, jazz and Yiddish. The klezmer music is very similar to jazz and comes out of the same, you know, oppression and, um, uh, you know, um, sorry, I've just got that song. Um, there may be troubles ahead, but while there's music and, you know, it's kind of interlinked. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's really incredible, this cross pollination and this, fusion that you speak of, you know, the klezmer music also has its cross-pollination and influences because the musicians traveled with gypsies and men and women together and, you know, were sometimes seen as secular because of this cross-pollination of culture and music. And so there's, yeah, there's just so much history and depth to, you know, the music and the language and... I could carry on speaking forever, so you need to stop me, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just loving your your passion for for the for the music and the art. It's just, it's lovely. I'm I'm interested in your perspective. You know, you know, obviously, you you are you are kind of reviving the these 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 classics, but but they have in the last few years. They don't call it klezmer, but but you, you like something like balkanology. I mean, I think you can yes. even see some of the influences. Um, in that, that, that massive band that, that was playing just before the lockdown, uh, the, uh, 
the the bomb shelter beast is a South African version. I mean, the, 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 they they're not classically Yiddish um, bands, but it does seem as though they're that 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 influence has seeped into some other forms of contemporary music as well. Yes, yes, you can. I mean, as you've obviously picked up, you can hear the connection that Balkan, you know, Eastern European sound. Um, and my cousin actually started the Balkanology party. So I think there's a real gypsy thing in our DNA, you know. Um, and, and I actually also play with a, a Balkan, a gypsy band, um, that Matthew Reed, uh, has founded. And that's been incredible learning those songs, you know. Um, I, another thing with the songs is that I do believe that as a singer, you, to sing these songs, you do need to be a storyteller, you know. Um, I think that's how you can really, you know, get the emotion and the the message across um, because they they really carry they carry a lot a lot. <laughs> and and so, what has been the reaction? I mean, you said that uh, you know initially you you were you know concerned that the that the old uh, the audiences were uh, you know let's say reliving the classics because they might have heard them. But I mean would you say that there is more interest from young people in in this in this art form, in Klezma, in, in the stories of, of, of that you did? You know I, I it hasn't I haven't had much of a response from, you know, the it's actually been my, my non Jewish young friends that have that are really taken back by it and interested in it and um, and that, I suppose, is really cool in itself. You know, the fact that Elvis um, invited me on board um, with his creation. And um, I think, you know, I, I hope to do more. It's, it's. Um, I am planning on doing a live streaming show within the next few weeks. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, I... I do actually have friends who get quite emotional. They're like, oh, can you sing Oif and Pripachik? And my, my Bobby used to sing this to me and that to me, and then I'll kind of whip it out. And it's, you know, it's really nice to see, because I didn't know Oif and Pripachik. I didn't grow up with any Yiddish songs. I grew up with a very Yiddish mama. My grandmother was completely traditional and just very connected to her Yiddish kite. And so, but Yiddish, you know, I didn't know, but obviously it's deep in me and, um, and I do see the reactions of my friends. And a friend of mine actually asked me to sing his dad for his dad's birthday, um, a song the other day, which was beautiful that I could be able to do that. Um, now, now obviously you don't spend all your time doing Yiddish. Uh, you, you're uh, quite a, a wide ranging performer. Uh, what other what other stuff do you do you get involved in? Well, <laughs> I also um, I sing jazz and obviously you know I have that Balkan the new Balkan band, but I'm an actress, so I do commercials and I, you know, I've done straight theatre, I've done musical theatre, I'm also a choreographer, um, I'm also a tour guide. <laughs> And um yeah, I just, kind of uh, you know, Cape Cape Peninsula tours, um uh, the usual. And um 
you know, it would be nice to do bespoke. I would, I was actually thinking of doing a nice Jewish tour because there's so much history here in Cape Town, you know. Um, but yeah, I've, you know, you have to, I think, to be, be an artist in South Africa. Pardon? It? Be a cultural omnivore if you're going to survive. In, 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 <laughs> Nicely in Exactly, exactly. You have to be a cultural omnivore to survive as an artist in this country. Um, so yeah, and, and talking of which, um, I'd like to quickly just punt a very important event that's coming up on the 2nd of August. This you and I spoke briefly about wings, it. Which yes. is, uh, yeah, so that was actually going to be my next question. So talk to us a little bit about that. Uh, what is waiting in the wings and what are some of the events? Because, uh, it has to do with, with supporting artists. I understand that. And obviously, uh, during this lockdown period, artists have been particularly, uh, hard hit. So, so talk to us a little bit about what that is all about and, and, uh, just how things are in the, in the industry generally. So things aren't good at the moment. There are a lot of artists who are really struggling, you know, freelance artists. It's just, it's a really dark time. So Waiting in the Wings is this incredible organization that has started. Um, they do a whole lot of fundraising to raise money to get, you know, to help these artists out, whether it's food vouchers or cash or whatever it is. Um, and they are doing a, a big variety show on the 2nd of August at 7 p.m., it's going to, I mean, there's the Johannesburg Youth Orchestra are going to be performing Vicky Sampson, Martin Otto, Kino Lee Hector from Cape Town, um, just a whole bunch, Samantha Peard, just a whole bunch of incredible artists coming together to help artists. And it's um, only 70 Rand, and you can get your tickets at Cricket. 7 p.m. and the show is called Open Spaces. So if everyone can just look out or your listeners look out for Open Spaces and really treat yourself in your living room to a variety of South Africa's top performers and it's really going to a good cause, a necessary cause. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is uh, really great and, and great that you're involved to to organize, uh, to organize that, uh, to support. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not organizing. Megan Khaleesi, a, a lovely, brilliant performer. Her and, um, oh, I don't know who the other, the rest of the team are, but, um, they're organizing it. My involvement is, um, I have Vicky Friedman, who's also an incredible artist and doing wonderful things at the moment as well. Um, she got hold of me to perform in, with, um, the Jewish Report and herself got together and did this concert uh, with a bunch of Jewish artists to help raise money for Waiting in the Wings. So that's how I was approached. And, yeah, and now I'm just helping panting. Well, that, no, that's fantastic. And what have you been up to uh, in the last uh, few weeks and months to sort of get yourself through the lockdown? Is this, uh, have you been very much more involved in the, um, in, in this organizing kind of stuff, or are you writing the, the, the sort of lockdown Yiddish songs that we should look forward to? <laughs> well, I mean, as I said, I did, I did actually write my first original Yiddish verse, um, for the song that I collaborated um, in. Um, and I have been, I've been immersing myself in my studies. 
Um, I've also done, I did a great show. It was Shalom Aleichem, who was a famous Yiddish playwright. It was his Yotzeit. And so I got, um, one of my teachers in New York got hold of me and myself and Robin Cohen did a song, which I had to learn, uh, called Bala Busta Zisenke, which means a beautiful woman, pretty woman. And that was fun. Um, and yeah, just, um, you know, trying to, trying to, I've obviously been writing and just trying to keep afloat. It's, it's, it's been a hard time. You know, I was, I was really lucky that I, you know, managed to the beginning of season, I booked some commercials and some nice gigs. Um, but it's sure Benji, it's, 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 it's hit artists pretty hard. And, you know, it's after performing, that performance the other night that you saw, I really, all of us just had such a calm down because it was so wonderful to be able to jam and then just such a a hard thing to fathom that we're not going to be doing this for a long time, to play together and do what we love so much and what we've worked so hard on. You know, it's really, it's it's hard, not just because there's job scarcity that, you know, the jobs are so hard to get but that we just can't play together and that's another whole nother thing in itself you know um so yeah so so if people are interested in seeing your work uh you know obviously they can't see you live at the moment as you say but but is there stuff online that people can have a look at uh or or or, you know just to, to try and get a sampling of your of your yiddish work um, I don't have anything online. I mean, I have an Instagram account that has a few of my Yiddish performances in, um, but I, that's, that's part of the plan, you know. Um, I have just spoken to, um, my friends at Howler and we hoping to do a show soon. I will definitely let you know about it. Um, but yeah, you know, now's the time to put together, I suppose, a, some kind of portfolio um because yeah it's um it's i guess the live the live shows are no longer at the moment you know and i don't know when the next one's going to be so just kind of having to adapt to this new this new world we're living in um so so tell us again uh where also so, so talking of which, I mean, this an online performance. It looks really, really great. I have to tell you, uh, you know, we had Sharon Spiegler Wagner on uh, a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she's also yeah. involved with this, and you've got the uh, the orchestra. It really looks uh, quite amazing, and I, I really would encourage people. Really, for seventy rand, uh, it, it looks like it's going to be an absolutely fantastic uh, performance. So, so just give us the details again. Waiting in the wings. Uh, it's happening okay. uh, in in in. In a week's time, so so it's it's a great time yes. to to get involved. So just tell us again, uh, where can people get uh, so the, the show? So you go you go onto quickets.com and you look for the show Open Spaces. That's the name to remember. And um, seventy rand, the show will get you access to the most incredible variety show, as well as help our fellow artists out. And the show is at seven pm. I do believe that it will also, you know, you, if you can't be there at 7 p.m., you are able to watch it afterwards. I don't know how long it's going to be streaming for, 
But um, I really do encourage all your listeners to support and watch this wonderful show. And I think it's so cool that you, Benji, are also helping promote such a wonderful event and organization. It's really cool. So thank you. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. Uh, Katie, keep up the good work. Please let us know uh, what's going to be new and interesting in the world of revived Yiddish music. And I just think it's <laughs> wonderful what you're doing. So so keep it Thanks, up, Barry. and I hope we'll have you on again at some time. Oh, that would be so cool. Thanks, Benji. And, yeah, I really appreciate it and your interest in the arts and Yiddish, of course. <laughs> That's fantastic. My grandfather would be very proud. Kaylee oh. Jo Levy there. Uh, she is a Yiddish uh, songstress and actress uh, talking to us from Cape Town about uh, the work that she's been doing uh, in 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 that uh, unusual art form, I would say, but really, really interesting and lovely to hear on a Monday. Kaylee, thanks so much.